Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Nally D. Today we're talking about Star Wars. That's right, we all know it. <laughs> the theme song from Star Wars. We've all heard it. <laughs> and look, up until very recently, Natalie and I were not Wars heads. No, we weren't Wars heads. No. You know, we had some requests to say, you know, talk about this. It's my favorite movie. Or uh, it's actually like a whole series. We'll talk about it later. It's like the most popular thing. And <laughs> right. And so people want to hear about it. And who can blame them? Now, Natalie... What is Star Wars? It's a movie. And it was such a good movie that they kept making it. Now, the first the first Star Wars came out in, like, the 60s. Right. Just ever since then, it's just been an exercise of, like, what comes next. And you really got to hand it to them. It wasn't like Hellraiser, where by the fourth one, they were throwing CDs at each other. And but- <laughs> Butterbean had a Diamond Rio 64 meg MP3 player. <laughs> Right. Hellraiser did end up going in outer space, though. And that's the first thing you see when you crack open your first Star Wars. Do, 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 do. Boop, 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 boop. It comes on. Do, 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 do. And they start right. <laughs> they start you off. The first thing you see, it's like the last trailer ends. And I can't even imagine being there in the theater, 1968. And it goes black. And then it comes up with stars on the screen. And the text starts going. The very first thing. Space. It, the final frontier yes and you're like in a world where outer space is where everybody lives all the time it's time for a star war you get pumped <laughs> yes 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 you know what the movie's about now right star wars so who invented star wars star wars is a movie that george lucas made based on his favorite book quest to outer space the funny thing about quest to outer space is that you would think there they go. You know, all the guys, uh, Darth and the dog, and all the people go to outer space. But Quest to Outer Space came out in the 40s. Right. When George was a kid. And it was just basically like your standard Bob C. Twins mystery, like Nan and Pan go to the beach, right? Right. And like so they're orphans and they lived on a spaceship. Yeah. He really, he was like, I could take care of those orphans. And that's how Star Wars was born. Right. So George Lucas, he loved that book. He read it like four or five times. <laughs> that's how you get all the detail. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to turn this into a script for a movie. I'm going to spice it up a little bit. Make it more outer spacey. If, he, no, if, you know, he probably said he said it's time to space this up. <laughs> needs more space and so he made the script and he showed it to the movie people and they gave him some money to make the movie star wars one came out it was a flop star wars two came out it was a flop but he kept yeah going yeah and so that's really the american dream it's like a cult hit <laughs> it fails and you just keep going and keep going and keep going he just persevered and it's been uh 20 so it's been over 50 years. He just keeps doing it. The same right. movie over and over. Oh, is it the same? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. All 11 are different. The first one starts. And I mean, we try, We did our best to try to get into this. We didn't nail down all the details. Some of the later ones, I just, it was a time issue. I was doing other stuff. But number one opens and they're in space and they say, you know. In a world. Where it's outer space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the guy with the deep voice. Uh, Hello. That is what he sounds like. <laughs> so they come in, and then the next thing you see, they're in the spaceship, but he did a very good job. George did a very good job with this because at the time, everybody was like, Space Race, Sputnik, Yuri, he burned up like the dog. Burned that bitch up. Like everybody. <laughs> Burning dogs. Yeah. Everybody in was the sky, just. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Killing dogs, killing monkeys, get a pig drunk, kill the pig. Right? In that the was. Sky. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was the whole space program. George knew, and this was before people were really flying, <laughs> uh-huh. that you open up on the spaceship, right? Uh huh. And the first thing you think is you think about Rocket Man, Elton John. Think about him flying. Nobody knows the man he is and uh, his whole song. Uh-huh. He did. And you think about that and you think like, wow, it's like, whoosh. <laughs> that's the only thing you think about is like the Ooh. rush. Boom. Like the Doppler, the whooshing. Yeah. yeah. He's going. The engine revs. 
and he takes that sucker into space. But George, you open up and the first thing you see, the spaceship is motionless because he knew there's no sound in space. And so that was just amazing at the time because up until then, everybody was like silver atomic rocket ships with the noises. Like when they start, like when Elton John goes up to the stage and he waves and everybody quiets down, he starts, and then everybody claps because they know he's going to do Rocket Man. Right. <laughs> And Star Wars also predated that song, so it's pretty easy to see where you got that idea. But right. Star Wars is the very best wars. Uh, so there was 11 of them. Uh-huh. Did Star you... Wars 1. Star Wars 2. Did you watch all of them? We Yes. <laughs> I tapped... You're going to have to give me the details after about number eight. You're going to have to give me the details. <laughs> I honestly... I tapped out. I kind of went... <laughs> I kind of scanned around to see, and the one thing I noticed is there's all the fucking Yodas in there. Right. And that's where you go in, and they're doing their thing. The one Yoda that drives the spaceship. Okay. The baby one. He's so that the was, uh, they did that on the internet, and everybody would see him, and they'd be like, he's beautiful. <laughs> Well, okay, so Star Wars 1 starts, and it's like, space, final frontier, in a world where it's outer space outside all the time, and you live in outer space, and then there's a war. Watch out, it's Star Wars. That's how it goes in the beginning, right? And it has, like, the stars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the camera's moving, so you know you're not just... And it zooms in on a spaceship, right? And it's, like, a round spaceship, and it has, like, lights on it. It's totally understandable why it would be such a ruckus. Right, and then... It zooms in on the cockpit of the spaceship, and it's a baby. It's Baby Yoda driving the spaceship. Yeah. And then he has this the the robot guy. There's a man. There's an old man that tells him what to do. Then he tells the dog what to do. The dog tells the Yoda what to do. It's like they set up their own mini society. You remember, like in fifth grade, mm-hmm. where you make like a little. A uh, friendship bracelet, and then you sell it for two tokens, and then you change your token, right? Right. <laughs> so they were going around. That was just basically goods and services. Right. You think it, it was just like American Horror Story because the baby Yoda is driving around, and the Beach Boys were real big, so they cut in, I get around, uh-huh. round, round, <laughs> get around, I get around, and then he's like, woo. And, and he's doing his little smile. Right. And it's then... Uh, you can see all his teeth. That was the worst part of Star Wars when I was a kid. When you saw the baby Yoda's Yes. <laughs> there was like 110 of them. That's just not... He's like clacking them, clacking them. <laughs> chomp, chomp. For a little kid, you would imagine why they wouldn't like it. Just like when your mom took you to see E.T. Mm-hmm. Like, why do little kids want to see the Star Wars? And it zooms in on his face. Right. And then he flips the bird. <laughs> oh, does he? See, He's I like, didn't... You can see that this spaceship got taken over by the evil Baby Yoda. And that's what starts the Star Wars, right? It's supposed to be the good Baby Yoda. Yeah. Driving yeah. the spaceship. And then it's the bad one. And then he crashes it into the planet. Oh, is that how they get there? Okay. Yeah, because there's <laughs> there's all these scenes in there. And this shit is, I mean, honestly, that's why I wanted to do this. Because this shit is always so hard to understand. And I have a real appreciation for people who can sit through all 11 And if you bring up Star Wars, they'll be like, I know that. That's when Darth goes in the supply cabinet and the alien is walking by and he has to hold his breath. Right. They could tell you anything about it. Mm -hmm. Like you might be at a bar, pretend we're in outer space and not on Earth in a pandemic. So you would go to a bar with other people and you might get a, a pretzel from the bar and you might say, that looks like Yoda. And then... A guy turns around and says, like, well, uh, which Yoda are you talking about? And he gives you, like, this whole thing. And you, and, like, we know now. Right. So that's the good thing is now, like, before I felt really uncomfortable. Like, I can't continue this conversation. I don't know anything about it. But they land on the planet. Right. They crash on, they crash into it. There's a huge explosion. And then. And that's the first sound you hear in the movie. Because everything else, outer space, right. it's silent. Evil baby Yoda, no one knows where he went, right? Yeah, and he's so small, like, there's no telling. And he's he's powered by being evil. So he's like, ah, I gotta get out of here, right? Yeah. 
robot bursts into hundred pieces and he's scattered all over the place. Yeah, like when you pick up the parts from Gulliver on right. the beach. Exactly. <laughs> and so the the robot GPS is like, oh no. <laughs> and that's amazing because I mean this was so far this was the sixties. <laughs> yeah. This was <laughs> So far before we would have even known. And then they have it and they're like, oh, he's over here. He dropped a pin here. And back then they said, drop the pin. What's that? And now we know. Right. It's okay. So the robot GPS. Yeah. Computers detected that this robot's broken. We need to have someone come and pick it up, right? Uh, yeah. And uh-huh. so the robot GPS sends a message to the other spaceship. And that's where that guy, that Ron Solo, he had a spaceship and he had to go pick the robot up and put it back together. He was like a robot doctor. He would say, I'm the doctor. And then you might say, Doctor Who? And he'd be like, no, Doctor Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> So Ron Solo goes and gets the robot and takes care of it. And he puts it back together and he takes it to the spaceship. And then the first movie is about him being the intergalactic robot doctor and going around talking to all the different people in the Star Wars. Because like, the Star Wars were real bad for robots. And so he had to always go and fix them. Right. And as a kid, you might say, like, where's the stars? Where's the wars? But as an adult, you know that the real Star Wars in your heart. <laughs> right and so he's going it's like it's like him and he is interacting with all these different robots he gets mixed up in it he gets in the mix ron solo truly is in the mix and the whole time when you're watching it you keep thinking two things one what happened to the nice baby yoda uh-huh. that this is a cliffhanger though yeah and then number two where did evil baby yoda go he could right? be anywhere yeah <laughs> and so it ends and it says to be continued and back then they didn't back then they didn't know right this was before godfather 2 this is before hellraiser 2 this was before texas chainsaw 2 mm-hmm. okay they didn't know you could just do another one and everybody walked out and they said, what the fuck was that? What happened to, where's the bad baby they Yoda? Can't, yeah, like we didn't learn anything. And so they went home and that's why it flopped because they told their friends like there's no ending. <laughs> and they didn't know that was a metaphor. But, <laughs> so it flopped. And then year, couple years later, Star Wars 2 and people are like, finally. I've been waiting for this one. Maybe we're against some loose ends tied up here's a little thing for you to think about if you're looking to have your loose ends tied up think about how there's nine more star wars is after this one <laughs> right and i think i know that george wanted to tell his story that he took from a book mm-hmm. but the quest for space <laughs> he just knew that it took 22 or more hours cinematically to tell the tale. And so he was willing to suffer through. Mm -hmm. He was willing to have people leave and say, what was that? And that was before we even saw Darth. Right. So they were like, what? Like there was a lizard with teeth. He was the mean lizard, right? Because people weren't even into Star Wars then. Right. It would be like if, if me and you went around really talking about like how the end of Ghost was a cliffhanger and people would be like, what? And you'd say <laughs> the movie Ghost where they where the ghost puts his hands on the woman and they make a pot like really wrongly. <laughs> like they should have just asked one potter somewhere how to make a pot with clay. And then they just did Uncharted and said, uh, baby, my baby, I want to touch you. Right. It's, and that's the do, 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 do. Do, 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 yeah. do, 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 Yeah, no, we've watched it many times. <laughs> we've watched it many times. I'm sure everybody else has too. I don't want to. Do, do, do. Yeah, no, we all know the song. I don't want to. It's I a don't, jam. So there's another Ron. Now he and he comes in in one of the other movies, but this is a guy where he comes in. Ron looks like cool. He's like he's got kind of a karate outfit, but the next Ron comes in. He is wearing you know what outfit he's wearing? He's wearing when you start an RPG before you get leather armor. Right. <laughs> he's just wearing like an item that's like cloth and it's worth one gold. Right. <laughs> 
so he just kind of walks around in that, and I just feel like that's confusing. And Wrong he does, file. yeah, and he doesn't even do anything, right? And this kept me out of S Wars for a while too. We went to school on Halloween once, <laughs> and our kid had a dumb teacher one year. It's fine; it happens. They're not all smart. Everybody needs a job, and she was dressed up like Ron, but she was dressed up like the one hit point Ron. Ron Kyle. Yeah, and <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck, like, I know you're supposed to be that guy, but please don't. Why won't you be Ron Solo? He's I, the cooler Ron. He has the bigger gun. Yeah, right. And he has that one gun that takes up his whole arm. He is like, makes his arm a big fat gun. Yeah, and that's where Taxi Driver, and you've seen Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. where Travis has the thing and he gets the piece of metal and it slides out the gun to snap into his hand. Right. Well, that was just a poor copy of Ron's big handgun. Like that was his, his whole, It's like it goes up to his whole shoulder. Yeah. And it makes it look like a giant muscle arm. And then it has guns coming out of it. And then it shoots like yeah, big fat like, bullets. Yeah. And they go. Poof, 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 poof. Definitely take out a spaceship with his arm, arm gun. Before that, nobody said, you know what people would say is they'd say, I'm packing meat. Or they'd say, uh, my snakes will get you. And then at that point, even before Star Wars became a legitimate, like, big blockbuster, back when it was just a cult movie, that's where people would say, like, it's time for the gun show because of his arm. Right. That's where it came from. So obviously Ron Solo is way better than Ron Kyle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They keep you on your toes because you leave and they say... Or you turn off the video and it says to be continued and, you know, by the second or third one, you're like, I know, I get it. You're going to keep going, right? Because uh-huh. in 2020, nobody's watching Star Wars 8 thinking, okay, it's going to wrap up. Right. Did they ever say how many they're making total? Oh, Star Wars is? Yeah. 35. We're not even a third of the way through Star Wars. Really, anything could happen at this point. We're just in the era that leads up to the actual... Star Wars hasn't even started yet. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm These saying. The, is It starts off, like, the first, like, eight or nine movies are all, like, skirmishes, really. You know, to the outside observer, you might say, well, that's extremely boring, but the cultured adult knows all good things must wait. So, okay, so with Star Wars 1, they crashed into the thing, right? yeah. Yeah, evil Yoda is missing. Where is he? You don't find out. Right. Okay. Star Wars 2 opens up. Outer space. Mm-hmm. Back in outer space. Can you believe it? Just like last time. A camera pans into a spaceship. Into the spaceship. And then you go in and it's obviously a hospital spaceship. And then you go in and it's like, oh, it's a robot hospital spaceship. Yeah. And then it goes and it's like, oh, and there is this robot that was driving the spaceship that blew up and he is mostly put together. He's taking robot medicine. Yeah. And who can blame him? And, you know, this is where they got the idea for Johnny Five from Short Circuit. And this is really why you need to study S-Wars is because when it comes down to it, ultimately all cinema in the post-1968 era is basically an extension of Star Wars. Well, this is 1973 now. Yeah. This is yeah. later. Ron Solo, robot doctor. And then that's when you see the dog guy. And the dog guy is also with Ron Solo. Yeah. The robot doctor. And he just meows. That's the most frustrating thing. <laughs> Maybe it was a reference. Because you know how they used to call each other cats, like in the jazz mm-hmm. era? Like maybe that was a whole, maybe it was a reference to that. But I thought the guy was, from a modern viewpoint, I thought the guy was annoying. But like I'm used to sidekicks, like when they put Danny into Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. Like he was a he was a good one. Give me that guy. They should have put him in Star Wars too. Right. If they had started, <laughs> if they had started him off and Star Wars 2 opens... And it's do do space. It's still, it's still. Remember, mm-hmm. it's still the final frontier. They changed it just to be like, oh shit! Just so you don't think they're just previously on Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> on the last Star Wars, do do do, and then it just like cuts through real fast. So you remember yeah. what happened? Yeah. No, that's <laughs> and that's. Uh, a really smart idea, because that's how you get people in 
And at that point, they didn't even... You had to see the last one. Yeah, it wasn't... You couldn't just get pirated files or whatever. You had to go and get the film strip and play it. So, But they go in. Imagine if uh, Ron is doing all this shit and the guy's meowing at him and there's all this shit happening and they're looking for the evil Yoda, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, I don't know. Oh, we should ask frog because like everybody's named some shit like Mm -hmm. frog and they open up the door and danny comes out of the leather couch yeah all sweaty that would have been sick but he would have been like younger so he would have been like really handsome (laughs) yeah so it happens okay so they're flying around taking care of this robot and then they go to the outer space restaurant and when they are out of their spaceship, two other people are leaving the restaurant and they accidentally take Ron Solo's spaceship. Uh-huh. And so the second one is about trying to get their spaceship back. You can just go bit by bit and you can see this is where they got the idea for Dude, Where's My Car? Mm-hmm. And the whole time they walk out, he's like, you know, I may not be hungry, but how do I get home? Right. To my home planet. And that's like the whole, you know, it's cheesy now. But back then, everybody just took it for granted that they lived on Earth. But when Ron came out and said, I want to go to my home planet, people started to think like, well, maybe what if what if I was from another planet? Right. And so it was like a whole it was a whole thing. Everybody changed their consciousness. It was really big. But that Star Wars 2 was a flop. But Star Wars 2 is where the other two people who stole the other spaceship. It was the uh, job of the fat guy. Which I think was, I think that making your villains like minorities or making your villains really fat is like a cheap move. But people still love that shit in the 70s. And Princess, they were in that ship. And right. that's where they came in. Yeah. Right. And so then the Ron Solo and his sick robot called the other guys. Again wild to think about that probably at the time george was thinking like well hell we've got a cb for trucks why not have a cb for spaceships but really he predicted cell phones right yeah they just they i messaged the other guy yeah yeah and so it was ron solo robot then it was fed fed and bill a man bill a man yes he was the guy who was from earth There was the other guys who kind of, they looked like they were like regular Earth guys, but they were not from Earth. Okay. Bill and Man is from Earth, though. And so those four guys versus uh, Jabba and the princess. Yeah, and oh gosh. See, it, this is why it's so hard. It's hard to keep track of. It's so hard to keep track of. I really appreciate people who can just snap their fingers and they're like, I know, right? Right. But they had to get the spaceship back because it has the hospital on it with the robots medicine in it because if they don't get the spaceship back then the guy's robot will die understandable did they ever say what the robot was for he's just a guy who drives the spaceship okay so the robot is kind of the robot's like artificial intelligence is it like is it like robocop where it has like it's like blade runner all right well that makes a lot more sense because i was thinking like well if it's a full robot like fuck it who cares if it's, it's like Blade Runner only, it looks like a tin can. Okay. Think about it. Gosh, Blade Runner took some real big ideas from Star Wars, too. Yeah, but did. Just everybody... They, they made it more palatable for the masses, though, because they made the robots be, like, sexy instead of looking like tin cans, like, in, in Star Wars. So it made it easier for, like... It just reminds me of... People to understand. Of, now, I'm skipping ahead, but Star Wars 4, <laughs> when Darth steps out and they're on the fire escape, uh-huh. uh, Ron is looking at him and Darth looks back and they kind of do the thing where they pan the camera back and forth and then Darth says... The princess is your sister. Now, that's... No, you can't just do that. That's called spoiler alert. Oh, that's a spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Okay. You know, it's been 40 or 50 years, and just like Blade Runner, you find that the sexy replicant is Roy Batty's sister. We all know. Yeah. (laughs) We've all seen it. So in in Star Wars 4, though, that is also when the princess marries Bill a man. Uh, They get married. That's what, what is it basically about? 
Yeah, so that's kind of like the the rom com one, like when little ugly Maine says, "We're gonna do something for the ladies." Right, that's the one where it's, uh, it's Baby Yoda and the robot, and they're driving around the universe, picking everyone up to bring them to the wedding for the princess and Billaman. And that is why in Star Wars one flop, Star Wars two flop, Star Wars three pretty cold flop, Star Wars four. That's really when it started to pick up because people could see and this is where my fat greek wedding got their idea because of the fat jabba and then the wedding between the princess and the man (laughs) and they got that and then all the in-laws like there's some that's like robots and shit it's like it's in the fucking future bill a man in the first movie he was (laughs) he was cast as that guy who didn't people didn't like very much, and then they recast him for Tom as Tom Cruise in in this one, and so I think that's also part of why it was popular because that's where that's where Tom Cruise started out was when he played Billy Man. <laughs> we should see we should have watched this together. I don't know why we watched it separately. We should have watched this together, and you could have explained this stuff because I was like that fucking guy looks like Tom Cruise, and like I couldn't because it was you a different. Remember. It was a different guy to start with, yeah. They they recast him because they because they they thought the reason the movie wasn't popular is because that guy the guy, the original Bill of Man. Yeah, well, that really lit, I personally preferred the original Bill of Man. Really lit the fuse on Tom Cruise's career because then when Star Wars Four came out and they said, okay, now this is truly to be continued, <laughs> right? And then they just kind of assumed it was Tom that did it, even though it was just like. The whole wedding storyline, it's like, and they did it where they were like, does anybody have any problems? And the uh, dog was meowing and they didn't know. And then the baby Yoda like fell in the cake. That was a really heartwarming. Everyone started licking him off. Because <laughs> he had frosting all over him. That was a good scene. And you could tell that was before Corona or the AIDS crisis or anything. Nobody was afraid of anybody else's spit. And no one was afraid to lick a baby Yoda. Because everyone knows that baby Yodas are like 900 years old. Are they? Uh Uh-huh. Because they live to be a million years old. And so a baby one is old still compared to us. And so it's fine. You can lick it. So would you lick a 900-year-old Yoda off? No. Because we know more about epidemiology. Right. The movie, everyone loved them so much, it didn't matter. And then the next movie is when they had all babies, and it was like baby, baby Yoda. It's like a little or baby Yoda and a baby Ron Solo and a baby princess and a baby Bill Man. And they all had outer space baby adventures. It was really, it was kind of like Muppet Babies. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like Muppet Babies took a lot from Star Baby War- Wars. <laughs> I think Muppet Babies absolutely just completely stole Star Wars 5. Yeah, Star Wars 5. And they tried. It wasn't like they took it and it was unknown and they turned it into a Saturday morning hit. Like, everybody saw Star Wars 5. Right, and they changed the font. Oh, okay. So, so it, that was when it was the 90s and so they did it in like... A lowercase typewriter font. Oh, yeah, like all grungy. Yeah, and it looked all like distressed and stuff. It said Star Wars. Star Wars 6. Yeah, and that, because it was Star Wars 5, so that really, that was confusing when I saw that. I th- <laughs> they really. <laughs> these, these movies, that is why people get so into them, because for me, I personally feel like I would have to watch, I would have to read about them and then i'd have to watch them all again just to like have a basic idea yeah and so folks who are who understand this stuff to where they can speak klingon uh-huh. they can talk in the fucking language right so that klingons wasn't until star wars 7 yeah and that's not even like old heads who have just been in this universe for 50 years they they picked it up not that long ago so really Shouts out to them. I don't even have the attention span. Like, have you heard of that site, Medium? Mm-hmm. Too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't predict that, did you, George? <laughs> Does George Soros own Medium? Oh, I meant uh, George Lucas. Oh. 
No, George, <laughs> no. Now, this is really where I, you know, I confront my knowledge. George Soros is the one who, pay, he pays us to say we hate cops. <laughs> That's how I, that's my main paycheck. That's like 75% of our income. So Did you just, know that Ron Solo is based on George Soros? No. <laughs> how He's like a doctor, outer space doctor for robots. That's amazing. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea until like 2007, 2008 when the checks started coming and I had no idea about George Soros. Right. That's ama- but he that makes sense. He's really old. He was young when Star Wars started out. And he was so dashing, yeah. He was he was really in that whole outer space universe. Outer space universe. It's the best universe. I love outer space. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> Remember how in Star Wars 3, Darth Vader saved everybody? Yeah. And and they gave he gave everyone a new ship. Yeah. That was like a very good ship that was like permanent ship. Yeah, and yeah, and it was very suspicious, right? Right. And then and then in the next one, they found all of the evil baby Yodas in all the spaceships. That Darth Vader planted on them. Oh, it's like malware. He hid an evil baby Yoda on every spaceship that he gave out. And then that baby Yoda tormented them. Okay, so that must have been where they all came from. Mm-hmm. So that's like, a, that's like an Easter egg. And then if you get those guys wet, then they clone <laughs> <turn> themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there... Which one was it where there was the girl baby Yoda? The girl, yeah, she was in the baby episode. She was the baby one. That's how they. That's how they showed that the baby Yoda was a baby. Like it was a baby, baby Yoda. They made it a girl one, so you could tell it was different. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so they had all the little baby Yodas, and it was Darth Vader who put all of them on the spaceship, and then all of them cloned themselves into, and so they all had like a hundred of them on it. Here's the thing, and this is something I've been thinking about ever since I finished Star Wars 3, and I was kind of keeping it in mind the whole rest of the series, right? Mm -hmm. Typically, most people, if you ask them to describe Star Wars, they would say Darth, Mm -hmm. right? But if you think about it, the main character of Star Wars is all the Yodas. Right. First of all, it's like interstellar Amish, Right. <laughs> like Yoda's rocking chair, Yoda's mashed potatoes. Right. <laughs> Second of all, they're really the ones who get all the nut scenes. Like the one where they cued in the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. I get around, yeah. he's flying the ship. Yeah, the one hands on the steering wheel. Yes. And then the one where they zoomed in on the little baby girl Yoda. And she says, you remember how they, they did that for like three movies in a row? She would pop up and say, I'm so cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> uh, that, that was so good. I love that. Did you know that Bill Amon is, is secretly Ron Solo's son also? And... The princess is his half sister. See, it's like BC w- Andrews. Like, uh, like off screen, like they're actually related, like IRL. Yes. Uh, that's like a lot of tension when you're on screen. You got to kiss your brother. Right, like it's very awkward. They should have discussed it before they auditioned, because then they both got they got on the movie, and then they had to act like their brother was their boyfriend. They could have worked it out, but I think that... They just didn't realize it because she didn't even show up until the second movie. Right. <laughs> James Earl Ray is the one who was the voice of Darth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Strange casting choice. <laughs> Ron. 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 I mean, that was his famous line. <laughs> Ron, the princess is your sister. It's like he's right here. <laughs> so, did you know that 
Darth Vader is the only character in the Star Wars movie to never get married. Really? They all get married at some point, except for him. It was because he never took his hat off. Designed Bill Mon's spaceship. Um, <laughs> God, I was going to say the cars, not the cars. Cars. Was he in the cars? He sang cars. <laughs> oh, the song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's why they picked him, because it's very obvious, like, here in my car, I am flying on road. And it's like, no, but do that, but do here in my ship. I am flying in space. Right. In space I like is flying my, my ship. Yoda's <laughs> flying my ship in space. Right. He designed the spaceship because yeah. he he went to art school. Did you know that? Oh, it sounds right. Sure. <laughs> he went to art school for designing stuff like that. Anybody can go to art school. Don't brag. <laughs> uh, this is in Easter Egg is one of the later... It was 9 or 10 of Star Wars. It was very heavily influenced because at the time, Steve Spielberg was watching every day he would get up and he would watch Mean Girls, uh-huh. the movie Mean Girls. And every day he would get up and he would, and he had his own little home theater and every day he would say it's October 3rd. And it was about, and there was one boy who was one of the Mean Girls. Right. George had predicted cell phones and then cell phones came out. So he was texting george and he was like hey you know and he would text him back and forth about how much he loved this movie and he would watch it every morning and one day george said to him he just texted back he's like i'm steve like i'm fucking sleeping right Right. like i deserve my sleep because i invented star wars uh steve texted back and said maybe you are one of the mean girls (laughs) and that's where that's why star wars 9 was all it was all girls they just put Princess, they put uh, Girl Yoda, they put the Girl Dog, which it passed the Bechdel test, but at what cost? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you know Baby Yoda is related to E.T.'s? They came from the same planet, and they were neighbors with each other. How do you know? Because it's from the planet, Yoda. Remember that episode in Star Wars 10 when they went to Planet of Yoda's? No, and it was I, all Yodas, and they all live in the woods, and their eyes light up, and then they also have ETs, and the Yodas stand on the ETs' heads, and then the ETs make their necks get long, and that's how the Yodas get up into their tree houses. So it's a whole symbiotic yeah. thing. The Yodas, they will like clean the weird rolls on the ETs' back for them. Like, it licks them out. Oh, really? Yeah, because ETs can't reach. That's See, I should have watched that. I should have... Burning myself out on the first Star Wars was really a mistake. It's really beautiful seeing the Yodas and the ETs in their natural habitat, though. It's like a land before time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Yodas and ETs are the Yodas' eyes are glowing and the ETs' fingers are glowing. And they're just all standing around. And they go, what the fuck is time? It's like very beautiful and it's like, oh, we're in the Yoda planet. And then Darth Vader shows up and he has this big mecha suit and he starts stomping on all the Yodas and all the ETs. Yeah. Squishing them like bugs. And it's like horrifying. And then they have to, they have to crash their spaceships into the Darth Vader's mecha suit. So he stops stomping on all the ETs and all the Yodas. Honestly, I just read the wiki on that one because like when they, this is going to sound stupid, but the sound when it opens up and they're in the woods and it's all dark Mm -hmm. and you don't even know if it's going to get light and it looks wet. Everything's all wet. And then there's the little Yoda waddling around. You're like, okay, let's see where this is going. Mm -hmm. And he just starts licking the folds on the E.T.'s back. He just, in the sound it makes. Do no, don't do it. It's so. Yodas have long tongues. Oh, God. 
it's horrible. I don't even know. And they they did movie magic on it. Mm-hmm. So they probably... It, it was, sounded dry when he licked it. I didn't, I didn't like it at all. I yeah. didn't like it at all. That's why I turned it off and I said, I'll just go to Wiki for this one. Right, right. Did you know that they cut a scene where they milked that dog guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? So they why got did- stranded on the planet of the Yodas, like after they crashed into the into the mecha spacesuit, and then they were trapped on the island on the planet of the Yodas, and then they had nothing to eat because it was just Yodas and ETs, and then their plants, which were poisonous, and their water wasn't really water; it was outer space water, so it was like something else. It was like antifreeze or something, and so all they had, all they had was the was the dog guy, and they milked them. Yeah. They milked him and drank his milk. I mean, spoiler alert, it worked out. Uh-huh. But at what cost? <laughs> it was it, they, it was nice, though, because he let him. And this is something very interesting. In every single Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. they said the same phrase in every single one. It wasn't always the same character. It wasn't always the same context. But it's a little... Thing you can watch out for is you're stepping through one, two, three, all the way up to 11. Uh, maybe by the time we post this, uh, Star Wars 12 will be out. The one thing they would say in every film, one of the characters, and it started out, and Ron said it the first time, mm-hmm. of course, but he said, you better watch out for those Star Wars. Yeah, better watch out for those Star Wars. You better watch out for those Star Wars. And they said that, and it was like you got all the way to the end of Star Wars 5, and if you're really paying attention, this was in, like, what, 85, Uh 86, something like that. So everybody had already seen Marty McFly on the skateboard. You get all the way to the end, and you're like, they didn't do it. They didn't do anything. And then out of nowhere, Ron comes through on the skateboard, and he turns around and winks at the camera, and he said, you better watch out for all those Star Wars. And it says, to be continued. Uh And that's when everybody... They went nuts. It was insane. They stood, they were honking and hooting. They stood up, they were clapping. And flapping. Yeah. People were crying. Weeping. Yeah, but we were all together. (laughs) Star Wars. That's, I mean, you were there. Yeah. You, if. I I had tickets to the premiere. (laughs) I was actually there. (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing it was shocking ah he was on a skateboard he said there's gonna be more star wars you know there's only a few times in your life most of the time you go through your day you do your stuff you eat your food you watch tv you go to bed right mm-hmm. you do your stuff you eat your food you read your stuff you go to bed it's just the same thing same thing and then if you live long enough and i hope that you do one day you see something and you're like, well, this is a major event. And that was just, I know when I was in Star Wars 5, I was like, this is really, I'm going to remember this. This is not just everyday peanut butter and jelly to me. This is big time. And it was. Yeah, it was. Did you remember when they had the Star Wars brand peanut butter and jelly in the same jar? No. Jar Wars. <laughs> peanut butter versus jelly and it had a galaxy spiral on the inside (laughs) did you try it did you eat it was it good yeah the the jelly was glittery oh my gosh so what (laughs) happened to it why don't we see it now is it just because the the glitter in it would make your teeth crack (laughs) that's that's a good reason out of glass (laughs) that's a good reason (laughs) to discontinue it You could get it without glass, but you have to order it from Poland. Okay. Well, we'll have to... Well, did you know the reason they only have it in Poland now is because when they when they had it in the stores, people in Poland liked it so much that they started putting it in, like, traditional baked goods for, like, Christmas and stuff. And so now they can't stop making it there because then it would be, like, it would ruin their Christmas traditions. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Yeah. That's, like... In Japan, KFC is a big thing at Christmas. And in Poland, it's Jar Wars. <laughs> Jar would... Wars cookies. Yeah. They call them Jar Warskies. <laughs> 
See, this is the thing where if you're ignorant of Star Wars, you just miss the impacts it has on Global society. Impact, yeah. It's really shaped our entire culture. It really has. And everyone else's culture, too. Mm-hmm. Did you know the first Star Wars merchandise was, was bath towels? No. That's the other side of the Star Wars Oh, thing. uh, bath sabers. <laughs> yeah, it's like the towels that were like rolled up real tight so you could hit people with them. And then you shake it out and it's a towel. That was smart. I got to hand it. That was genius. And that was the first time ever anyone made merchandise for a movie. And it's the first time anyone ever bought anything that had a movie on it. And they made so much money off of the bath towels that they always make merchandise now. That's really... They invented merchandise. That was really smart. All the movies that came out after that, even the really serious movies, like the Scarface had the My Little Friend action figure. Mm-hmm. Right. You remember the slogan. Yeah. Where's my little friend? <laughs> <laughs> That's just what Tony said in Scarface is, hey, where's my little Where friend? Is he? <laughs> my little friend. He was just here a minute ago. Where'd he go? <laughs> I feel, and I feel like even that, I feel like they took that from the search for the good Yoda, but is. <laughs> <laughs> the good baby Yoda, right? Right. But you know that if you have a bad baby Yoda and you clone it and you take one of the clones and then you clone that clone, you'll get a good one. Star Wars 8 was when they when they had to make a good baby Yoda and so they had to keep cloning and cloning the bad one but until that was... they got a good one and then they had all of the bad ones and then they... And I know... Why, in terms of world building and storytelling, I know why they had to do that. But really, two and a half hours of just inside a white room lab, just pipetting <laughs> into these little pipettes, and he's sucking them up, and it's just like all you hear is the hum. Yeah. And he's like doing a chromatograph, and he's like, "No, this Yoda's too green." Yeah, yeah. And he's just cloning, cloning. That's that's yeah. Ron yeah. Doctor is the one who does the cloning. Yeah, and see, that's where they lost me. It's at that point. I was like an hour into that one. I said, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna wiki this. Right. Right. Did you know that a baby Yoda cost nine thousand dollars? Like in the movie or real life? In the, like how much it cost to make the movie one? Okay, so it cost nine thousand R dollars, mm -hmm. not star dollars. Right. But then that uh, multiply that times hundreds. Did you know that the baby Yoda's mouth is made out of a flashlight? No. And there's actually a scene in Star Wars 3 where one of the guys gets his wiener stuck in the baby Yoda's mouth. Is that what that was? Yeah. I thought... <laughs> that is really... And that is another one of those Looney Tunes where you would miss it if you were a kid. Right. You would miss it. Well, they put the teeth in it to make, make it seem like it wasn't a fleshlight. Okay. It's a butthole fleshlight. So that makes sense. See, because the other, the normal flashlight. It has lips, but there you, you would, right, you would see the lips. Yeah. Uh -huh. And they weren't like talking lips. No, they were not. <laughs> and they put the teeth in it. So you're like, oh, that's, that's normal. That's a mouth. Right. But then they can get a baby Yoda mouth and then they just tape the ears on and it's like $100 for the head part. That's really, that must have been great for their budget. And then they pop the head off a Cabbage Patch kit and they yank the fleshlight down into Cabbage Patch neck hole. And you got a baby Yoda. Just paint the arms green. What could you have done to make it more 80s? <laughs> Just in Star Wars 4, they did give him a license to chill card. But... Right, right. <laughs> well, Star Wars 10 was the one that was a musical. But the <sighs> album is the most popular album ever. And, and the song from it is the most popular song to have played at your wedding. Oh, uh, and I wish you were my Yoda tonight. And I wish I was your baby Yoda. And we got a very Star Wars kind of love. <laughs> Gosh, that is, oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have that in my head. <laughs> That's like the fucking Tetris song. I'm just, I didn't even, I flip, I fast forwarded through that. Just the singing, right. it got me, but I'm going to have that in my head. And ran to 
rocket ship yeah. in outer space. Oh, my baby Yoda in outer space. God, <laughs> just stop. It's like Feliz Navidad. Did <laughs> you know that the guy who played Hannibal Lecter also played the Dark Bishop in Star Wars? Uh... Anthony Hopkins. He was the Dark Bishop, but you couldn't tell because they had the thing on the top of his head. The thing, uh, yeah. When it looked he... like it looked like a big fish that was swallowing the top of his head, and it was like a very grotesque like thing eating the top of his head. So it was just his mouth sticking out, and so you couldn't see his nose in the top of his, his eyes or anything. He just had like an animal like biting down on his head. And that's. Uh... Uh, where they got the idea for the Cenobites yeah. from Hellraiser. Right. Because he was very... Ah, 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 ah. He had, he had like, the giant, like, whale guy. It looked like a whale, and it was, like, bit down, and his mouth was, like, sticking out underneath, and he was like, I'm the Doc Bishop. Oh! <laughs> Do that again! <laughs> I'm the Doc Bishop. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so good. He's the one who's able to curse the spaceships. So they can only fly backwards and stuff. (laughs) Did you know that they used a bag full of old cassette tapes and like pieces of garbage and stuff and they would drop it off of a table or like down the stairs and record it and that is the sound it would make when Baby Yoda talks. (laughs) No. I just... It would speed it up a little bit. <laughs> and so it was like higher pitched and it would like, it sounds like keys in a blender. <laughs> just for two or three hours at a time yeah. too. It's right. It was, I just thought. That's why the musical episode didn't do very good because they gave too many songs to Baby Yoda. And... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very good. I'm not a musical head anyway, but. I would imagine that that would not have that would not have hit. Do you have any like ideas of what you want to see in Star Wars Twelve? Yeah, I want to get everything wrapped up. I want to see a resolution. Uh, Bill a man was working on buying a bunch of properties, mm-hmm. but that's what he kept saying. And then he has to fly around and landlord them. So I want to see. I think he's going to get his. I think he's really, he's an absentee landlord. Like, if you rent a place and the motherfucker's not even on the planet, right? I think we're going to see a conclusion of that. I really want to know what happens. There's a big time thing that happens with Darth where he kind of, he does something where he waves his hand. Uh-huh. And everybody says, is it magic or is it Darth? I feel like this is finally where we get to find out is he just really strong, or is it actually a form of space magic? Uh, Star Wars 9, when Darth Vader died, and then they transferred his consciousness into a baby Yoda, and then Bill Amon and Princess adopted it. And so Star Wars 12 and 13 will probably have baby Yoda Darth Vader. That's a great thing because everybody who says that Darth is the main character and everybody who says that Yoda is the main character, they will kind of both get their day in the sun. And, you know, you thought that the evil baby Yodas were bad before. Imagine baby Yoda, who is Darth Vader. I hope he does more. (sighs) That thing where, uh, and this is something we didn't know this until the 60s, but okay. And this is like something that Star Wars revealed to us because Star Wars is really just a mirror to to the human consciousness. Make your mouth like a small O, like like this, but blow through it. Cold air. Put your hand in front of your face. Cold air. Now make your mouth really wide open. Ah. And then go. It's hot. How can you blow cold and hot? That's like a faucet. That's the duality of man. Or, <laughs> that's a very antiquated phrase, the duality of person. And that's what Ron was saying at the end of Star Wars 7 is evil is as evil does. 
And really, you make the choice if you want to blow cold air or do you want to blow hot air like Darth? Do you want to do cold, which is the force, or do you want to do the hot air, which is the Darth? And those are like the two things in the universe. You have, it's like the yin and the yang. You have to control your Darth and your force. And so you have to make them work. Hey, baby Yoda, c- let me whisper in your ear. I'm going to tell you something that you want to hear. Don't you want to see my dick? <laughs> <laughs> So I hope in the new Star Wars that they come back to Earth. Oh, that's going to be a real twist. Like what What? would be going on then? Because George basically predicted GPS, cell phones. He predicted Hellraiser. He predicted Scarface. He predicted Taxi Driver. He predicted Teletubbies. So when he comes back to Earth, I would say keep your eyes on that ep because he knows what's happening. Right. And that's where we're going to be. And I wonder like... Would Earth be mad at Billaman? For what? <laughs> For leaving. <laughs> <laughs> we can find think... out Billaman's backstory if we go back to Earth. <laughs> I think if John Glenn taught us anything, if you go out and you come back to Earth, you get an airport. Buzz Aldrin taught us you can go out and you can come back. And if somebody says the moon is fake, you just fucking wail on him like Buzz did and nobody cares. Yeah, no one gives a hot shit. So I think Bill a man will come back a hero if he survives the journey. Right. What if, what if he doesn't and they are just bringing him back to Earth to bury him at sea? It could be touching. You know, I think we're all waiting to see what's going to happen in Star Wars uh, Dose. And it's so good to, like, follow the great plot. The great plot is really where it's at. It's very... It's meandering. The river may bend, but at the end of the day, you land in the sea. So it's we're a pleasure all, romp. We're all here just to see where this crazy spaceship is going to land. Right. I, I think I'm a convert. I love Star Wars. I think I'm a convert, too. You know, I've learned a lot from watching it, and I feel like it was very influential on society. So I want to thank people who, over the years, where they said, oh, you know, don't you know, it's um, like Bill a man would say, uh, every day is space, but not every space is a day. And I couldn't make heads or tails of it, but now I get inspired to hear that. Well, here's a question they never really clarified in Star Wars. Hey, if you're at outer space, how do you know what the day it is? Because you're not on a planet that rotates. What day are you in the space? That's a tough question. What is... And sure, it's a fictional universe, but, you know, I'm one of those guys now I turned into. I didn't even watch all of them. I think I spent about 18, 19 hours just getting involved in this whole situation between watching them and trying to look up. So in Star Wars, I hate to do it. If you haven't seen it, you don't understand the reference. If you have seen it, of course you understand it. Really, when they're in space, they call it, you know, when they're going and they warp out. Mm -hmm. And they say warp speed (laughs) five. (laughs) Yeah, and they say warp speed five. What they call that is writing the wiki. And then that's what they did is they took that and because the wiki is like, that's where everything is. But they took that and they made Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. So that, again, that turned into real life. But then also Wikipedia is where you find out about Star Wars. That's really how it started. Those were the first articles. And then Wiki the dog is the one they milked in the episode and and drank the milk. I I really didn't like that. I didn't like the noise he was making. I didn't like the noise the milk made as it came out. I thought they really... I thought the sound of that was just well, overdone. They, they, they debuted that one in a porn theater. Because that was when the movie wasn't very popular and they would run it wherever they could. And yeah. if they didn't have like at least one scene like that, then people would complain at the porno theaters and they wouldn't even show them there. Well, That's another fact that you might not know about. But, but since it's the future now, like porn from back then just doesn't look as nasty as the porn does now. And so it just makes us like kind of squicked out a little bit. But we don't recognize it as being like porn. Yeah. <laughs> It's not even recognizable. You know, the sigils of the past are the bump in the road of today. Big S Wars heads. I'm sure you haven't learned much today. I'm sure (laughs) we've brought something new. Just Um, talking about how it makes us feel. And uh, newbies to the S Wars world, I hope we've given you a little portal into the dimension of sight and sound, and you understand really what happens here in the S Wars zone. Finally, I'd like to leave you with an idea that I picked up from this whole series. 
they were not really conscious of gender. But you know what they said is they said, let's go where no man has gone before. Mm -hmm. And I would, you know, if I was George, I would say, let's go where no person went before. I'm not rich, and I didn't invent the dog that gets milked, and everybody sucks on the dog's Tetons. Right. And I've never read <clears throat> The Quest for Space. Listen, if you haven't already, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Uh, we will do a live reading of The Quest for Space. <laughs> uh, right there, there's a Discord. You can join that. We're going to do that in there. We're going to find out exactly what happened. Yourself. Go watch the Star Wars. You love it. You know you love it when Wiki, the dog, and the baby Yoda and the robot are all dancing. Okay. Okay. I feel like we're we're getting I'm too sorry, I just love it so much. Sorry. We're getting too <laughs> deep in the plot. Sorry, I love it too much. Uh, this episode of Irish Brand University is brought to you by Harlem Township Ohio. Did you know that they use Harlem Township in some of the scenes for Star Wars they filmed? Some uh, of the different planets in Harlem Township. They used it for the planet of the Yodas and the ETs. Only they they used like some filters on the camera so it looked like all the green stuff was blue. Harlem Township, Ohio is stone's throw from our river to yours. Again, if you haven't subscribed already, patreon.com slash University. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. As they would say in S Wars, star out. <laughs> Goodbye, Star Wars. <laughs>